Hello, folks. This is your host, Tammy Tucky, and you are now listening to the Tierra Talk Show. We bring you rare interviews with the makers of Disney magic. Whether they be singers, actors, Imagineers, animators, they have all made their mark on the Disney name. Be sure to check out the show notes, other episodes, contests, our social media pages from Facebook to Twitter, and more on our official website at www.thetierratalkshow.com. All guest opinions are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the opinions of the Tierra Talk Show or the host. The Tierra Talk Show is not associated with the Disney Company. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. And from all of us here at the Tierra Talk Show, have a hoop de doo day. I'm excited to welcome this week's Tierra Talk Show guest, animator Mike Sedina to the show. Welcome, Mike. Well, thank you for having me. It really is a pleasure because I got to see you on one of the behind the scenes featurettes for Atlantis. But before we jump ahead to Atlantis, because that was only a few years ago, I really wanted to talk about your beginnings as an animator. You know, what inspired you at a young age to go ahead and start drawing and you found that that was the type of job you wanted to stick to for the rest of your life. I actually wanted to be an architect and I was drawing cartoons all the time when I was um, growing up. And so my dad found tuition to get into CalArts at the first year, 1976. And so I ended up going to CalArts before I graduated high school. And then I had to go back and graduate high school. So it was it was quite an experience that way. Had a great time. Did several different films, three years. And John Lasseter and I, we, we just decided you know, change the curriculum and try to make our own movies instead of doing pencil tests with the guy running, picking up something. We just wanted to make our own movie. I think we talked off air a, a couple of days ago or a couple of weeks ago, Probably. but we were talking about oil spot and lipstick at some point. Oh, yeah. Did you ever look that up? You know, I did look it up and I still could not find it. I could find images of the film, but I couldn't find oh. it itself. But if you would like to go into a little bit of background behind that, because it was it was news to me when you brought it up because I'd never heard about it before. Well, it was Disney's first fully computer-generated animated picture. And it was small at the time. And I'm trying to remember the year, like 82, 84, around that. And um, John was doing his first film, too. And um, it was it was fun because it was um, really naive. At the time, it was Wavefront, then Alias came afterwards, and uh, then Maya and things grew from there, but it was so contrived and so hard to deal with because you would move one arm and the other arm wouldn't go with it. It, it was quite difficult. But other than that, we ended up pulling off quite a show. And what was nice, kind of different about it, was that we added line work on top of three-dimensional looking um, animation. So we wanted to composite like a, a situation like that. And it was kind of fun to do. Like I said, I started 
at CalArts at 16, but I was working at Disney at 19 and um, working with um, Eric Larson. And these people were just amazing to be able to pick their brains. There's so many big movies out, you know, Frozen, Tangled, Wreck-It Ralph. And mm. this year is actually the 20th anniversary of Hunchback of Notre Dame. And I really don't get to speak to a lot of animators who, who uh, worked on this project. And you worked on one of my favorite Disney men, Phoebus. <laughs> I know. I, you know what? Um, he was one of my favorite ones to animate, too. Now that I got a little goatee going on, everybody goes, oh, my gosh, you are Phoebus. The animation that I liked to that I did on that film was um, a camera shot that was from above down below. You couldn't rotoscope it. It just was animated straightforward with Esmeralda doing a sword fight scene. She had a candlestick and uh, he had a sword. And that was just fun to do, just straight across the board. But he was a great guy to animate. One thing about talent, and I've got to really express this, and everybody would know this, is that you really do check your ego at the door at a place like Disney. Everybody is so incredibly talented. You walk in those doors and you just have to like be humble and and just try to do the best you can. And then after after that Disney Renaissance, there was something called the post-Disney Renaissance. It's what they call it yeah. now. And I, I feel like a, a lot of those films were very underappreciated, uh, especially Atlantis, which is also celebrating its 15th anniversary this year. Yeah. And yeah. Treasure Planet. And so you worked with Jim Hawkins on Treasure Planet and the yeah. Atlantean another King surfing, on Atlantis. Another skateboarding thing. <laughs> I know. See, look, it, it all comes full circle. <laughs> yeah. Um, but and Atlantis, um, I had the pleasure of working with um, Leonard Nimoy, and mm. um, and that's pretty amazing to because he's gone now. But to to be able to work with these people and also um, Mike Magnola and his drawings mm. and Gary Trousdale and Kurt. Um, their their influence on what they wanted to try to achieve, and I think recently mentioned was that there's no music, mm-hmm. and they wanted to just try to make it a story with Don Hahn. And that guy, I gotta tell you, Don Hahn deserves so many kudos. <laughs> he should he should really produce again. Donna, you listening? You're amazing. <laughs> And it really is great to, I, I'm so glad he did release the Waking Sleeping Beauty documentary because it was, it's really interesting because I would have never known the hardships that you guys went through during that time. Because I, You know what, if it wasn't for 8mm film, I, I'm surprised. I mean, he was able to walk through the studio. He even got um, Ron Miller on it. I know, I saw that. <laughs> Ron, Ron is, was a, a great nut. I mean... Take us on a fishing cruise, you know. Well, what are you? What are the current projects that you have been working on? In- the kitchen, <laughs> <laughs> and um, the kitchen is now down to ribs. But other than that, um, that's what I'm working on. And you have a website that our listeners can go to and keep in touch with you, correct? It's mikesedino.com. 
perfect. And I will make sure yes, I put it, it in the show notes below so our listeners can go ahead and click there or if they want to search it themselves. And before we end our interview, I have three Disney questions. I always <laughs> I ask know. my guests. You you probably know them, so I'll go no. ahead. <laughs> okay, all right. Here, I, here's I, the I, Donald one. You ready? <laughs> Donald one? Okay, go ahead. So as a child, what Disney film was one of your favorites to see in the movie theater? Oh, that one's easy. It was Pinocchio. And our goofy question, what Disney character do you think would be your best friend if you met them in person? And this is not including any characters you have animated in the past. I know. I know. And that's what I said. Um, and it's Lampwick. And our Mickey question, if I asked you to name any Disney song at this very moment, what immediately comes to mind? That's the one that I could not place except for um, I, you know, oddly enough, I know that Don Hahn had a good one too, but um, I think there's, there's one and I know it's kind of a soft kind of song, but it's with Pinocchio back again, wish upon a star, you know, and I guess for some reason, I've hit Pinocchio on all three points. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I love Pinocchio, too. So That's it. Well, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show, Mike. You know, this has been a wonderful conversation, and I hope you've had just as much fun. And I hope we get to talk more Disney soon and maybe see each other at the next Disney Expo. You never know what might be around the corner. <laughs> well, I thank you for letting me come on board and share some experiences and I appreciate everything that you've gone through. They leave town for a couple of decades and they change everything. 